Hello and welcome to the NDA podcast. My name is Justin Pierce and I'm the editor. Today's podcast is the second in our series of NDA Meets Ways. We're sitting down with the traffic navigation specialist and taking a deep dive into the company, how it works, talking to execs at Ways, its partners, its clients, its customers, to understand how this truly disruptive company is making a mark. Today's episode is focused on the Ways community. And I'm joined again by the UK country manager, Rue Roberts. Rue, hi, and welcome back to the NDA podcast. Hi, Justin. Thanks for having me again. Good to see you. So in uh, this episode, we're talking about the Waze community. And Waze community, I guess, is kind of like your secret source. Uh, so let's talk about let's find out how it, work, how it works and what is it in the first place. So why don't we kick off and answer that question? What is the Waze community in the first place? Absolutely. Um I think I think referring to community as our secret source is correct, um, but it's not it's not just one thing. I think just the the overarching theme of community is is really what drives ways and makes it um, so powerful in helping to eliminate traffic and and helping people get from get from A to B. You know, limit limiting the stress involved in in all of that. So I, I think about ways as community in four different ways. First of all and paramount is our user base. The community of users don't just download the app and drive from A to B. They interact with the app in a meaningful way, meaning flagging potholes, um, alerting other drivers to road closures that perhaps aren't yet marked on the map. Um, any incident on the road, whether it be a car parked on the hard shoulder, anything that has potential to risk safety or disrupt traffic flow can be alerted by users uh, within the map. And that's updated in real time, whereby the community interacting with each other to constantly be improving that map experience. So if you're driving in the car behind me and I have alerted you to a pothole, you immediately know that you should potentially slow down, um, be aware so that you don't hit that and damage your car or, or you know, it, it can cause some sort, of, uh, some sort of concern. So, so the users is the first uh, element of community. Then Internally, we actually refer to the community as our map editors, and the map editors are a um, are a collection of um, volunteers all around the world. So everywhere that you see and can use ways, you will likely find a map editor or several map editors local to that community. Um, they volunteer hours and hours of their time. There are hundreds of thousands of, uh, of these map editors around the world. And they do two things. They are, in uh, through our map, uh, map editor platform, they're able to make direct edits to the map. So they can add new roads. Uh, they can correct elements on the map, whether that's a one-way system that's not quite right or, or any of these things to make sure that the map is as fresh and as up-to-date as possible. They also are working through the log of alerts that our user community have uh, have activated. So if, if I'm driving along and I and I add an alert for a road closure, um, a map editor is ready there. They see it in their log to sense check and make sure that we then can learn what is the length of that road closure, what's the reason for that road closure, and make sure that that is um, totally up to date um, in the in the map. And that's for any any issue on the road uh, that that is alerted by user. And then finally, 
And as I kind of bring the conversation around to our third type of community program, uh, which is the Ways for Cities program, those map editors also work directly on our behalf with local authorities, um, highways agencies, and so on. So an example of that in the UK would be TfL in London, uh, who's a very active uh, Ways for Cities partner. They work directly with our ways uh, with our map editors again for all incidents on the roads managed by TfL, so that we we have kind of first hand updates and, and making sure that the map is as fresh as possible. Um, and then finally, we have a community of advertisers, and it and it doesn't sort of escape notice that we you know we fund the app purely through advertising. Um, so that community is of course extremely important to us, and making sure that the information they provide is relevant and useful to users in in a kind of a native uh, format of pins, arrows, and takeovers, which we we briefly touched on in the last podcast. Okay, we'll talk about different stakeholders' contributions to community in a bit, but first of all. I mean, it strikes me as very much like Wikipedia. I remember sort of talking to Wikipedia back in the early days of information. Yeah. It's, it's very, very similar. Uh, so who who joins the community? These map editors giving up thousands of hours of their time. Why do they why do they yeah. do it? It's, it, 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 quite honestly, it's brand loyalty like I just have never seen anywhere else. When I joined Waze, you know, I, I've, I've worked in I've worked in pretty big brands during my career and, and you know two of note the new york times which you know, of course is a leading brand entity in, in the news media space uh, and, of, and of course many years at google before before joining ways um both enjoying super strong brand loyalty but but yeah this this sort of donation of time is something like i've never really seen seen before and 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 honestly it's it's we have such a mix of contributors uh, through the map edit community. We have examples of, you know, um, high-end financial executives that we know about in the US who do it literally to de-stress. You know, they will then get home from work, spend a, a few hours of an evening um, uh, in front of the in front of the screen, editing the map, keeping it fresh. And that is, and that's, you know, some some people find escapism through reading a book or going to the cinema, but actually, it really does act as that sort of calming element. That's that's one example. I myself am a map editor. I'm a very junior map editor, I might add. I'm I'm level one. Um, you have to make a certain number of edits to um, to to go up the scales, and as you go up the scales of 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 level one, level two, etc., um, you're then able to edit different types of areas on the map. So I am B road and below. I can't I can't edit a roads yet and I can't edit certain uh, other other types of things but yeah it, it really is coming from all sorts we have a lot of people who uh, perhaps are in retirement so they've got more time uh, on their hands and they find great uh, great pleasure in contributing in a meaningful way to to their local community with with obviously that local knowledge and I think that's what really helps is that there's literally a map editor in your local community so it's not people that editing that don't know the area they genuinely know where um where the map should or shouldn't be be updated to make sure it works effectively fairly fascinating this so many questions first question is i guess how many levels are they and it seems very unfair that the uk boss of ways is only allowed to edit certain parts of the map so how many levels are there <laughs> i know uh, luckily i know the map editors, the leading map editors in uh, in the uk um, so where I need to get permissions and you can you can ask for permissions for certain edits or you can flag edits you know should be done so that more senior editors can make those uh, those edits on your behalf um 
So as the community grows, of course, we will continue to expand that leveling process. But to give you one example, our, um, uh, the, to, to use the handle Ian from Essex, um, he is one of the UK's leading map editors, and he has just been sort of promoted to be a global champ um, on the program as well. So we require a series of global champs, local market champs, and so on. And they they will do trainings uh, for new map editors. They are the sort of the go-to for questions because it's whilst it's simplistic to a degree, you do need to learn how to do it. It's not you know is it's there's certain kind of functions and controls and so on. So it'll take me years, uh, <laughs> frankly. Um, and it, uh, so, so you really get to that stage as being a market champ or something when you get to kind of level five. Um, so you're sort of level five and beyond uh, the expertise kind of expands. But if you know, as we grow that community and more people come on, of course, that sort of hierarchy potentially changes. And as complexities of road use um, increase, we you know, it's an evolving beast. So perhaps that will change in the future as well. Is there an element here of sort of gamification, as it were? You know, I love the way you say high, high profile yeah. in New York using it, using the map editing. To, I know. To, is that gamification part of this? Yeah, you know, it is because you, you, you're essentially uh, every edit you make earns you um, sort of points as a map editor. And the more map editor points you get, the, that obviously brings you up through the levels I talked about. But it also uh, you you qualify for new m- moods, and the moods are the ways caricatures that you find. So when you're when you're driving with May uh, with ways and you set up your account, you know we have this series of moods which represent the temperament or the varied temperament of drivers on on our roads. Um, and the map edit community have their own bespoke ones that they can qualify for um, as being part of that map edit community. So you know it's it's um, it's another way to kind of drive that 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 loyalty and, and the continuation of the program. So how's it run? Again, back to the Wikipedia example, you know, there was Wikipedia's editors that's changed over the years and how that, that community works. How's how's the ways community actually run? Yeah, so um it's it's not dissimilar to the user base actually. So as a as a user, you know, I was sort of talking about how you alert other drivers to issues on the road. Uh, if I'm driving along and I create an alert, that then for a driver behind me, they will, you know, if it's if it's a car on the side of the road, they will be asked the question. You know, first of all, be ready. There's a car at the side of the road. You, you need to be aware. But they will also be asked the question: Is it still there? So there's a validation process to make sure that one driver isn't just falsely creating information and is validated by subsequent drivers um, to make you know to kind of make sure that things are accurate, especially with road closures and so on, because a road closure fundamentally will change a navigation. So we you know we, there's a, a validation process. The same kind of applies as a map editor. You can join the community, create your login, and um, and get access to the map. There are there's a learning program, so we will deliver um, a series of links to video um, lessons, which can be found on YouTube and so on. Um, and so that that kind of program of learning, we do a series of events. Uh, obviously, in in the last couple of years, those have been virtual, um, but in general, we try to do in person meetups uh, with the community because really they uh, it creates great relationships um you know that it's like-minded individual or, or it's a it's a common 
interest that a very varied collection of people have and bringing them together is extremely rewarding and, and obviously drives the program and that sense of belonging as well. Um, but there's a validation. So I talk about, I can, I can only edit certain parts of the map. So it's, you know, as level one, it's, it's, it's minor roads and, in, and kind of, so I've edited quite a few things in the village near where I live and, and, and minor roads, but you can also only edit parts of the map that you have actually been to. So as I drive with Waze, and if I drove to Birmingham for a period of time, I can then edit within a proximity of all the areas I've been to uh, on that visit, you know, to eradicate me trying to make edits in New York, where I have no local understanding, no local knowledge. So there's that kind of valid validation and quality control uh, element that runs throughout. Is there any common characteristic? I mean, mentioned that all these different sorts of people are map editors <laughs> one thing that unifies them can you recognize a map editor uh, i think it's very easy to jump to assumptions with a with a, with a question like that justin because you know that it's people that have a genuine interest in in uh working at a computer and and, and updating things but it's not at the lower levels it's very it's very easy to do um, as you get more senior through the program, you know, yeah, we're talking about, you know, utilizing feeds from local authorities. So Elgin data, for example, which is a central um, facility for that, that local authorities will plug in all the road closures and all the kind of um, things that are happening on their roads into Elgin that we can then utilize to make sure the map is fresh. That that's, that takes a slightly more technical understanding and ability so so through the levels i think you put you know you you certainly could um assume to see sort of certain skilled based uh commonalities but in terms of personalities and so on i've been i've been frankly amazed at the at the at the variety of backgrounds and ages and um all the different diversities that actually comes into this community um so it's easy to stereotype but actually it's surprisingly not stereotyped. Basically, it's like any community that's built around a, around a shared interest. In this case, local, which is I think we talked about before, that's only getting more and more important to almost everyone. But let, yeah. let's go and talk about the different stakeholders and how they contribute. And if you yeah. wouldn't mind, let's start with advertisers. Obviously, advertisers, as you said, are you know they fund in a big way ways. So, what's yeah, yeah. what are advertisers' contribution to the community? So. Um, we actually, so the, uh, the map editor community are actually part of our quality control for new advertisers on the map. So if you imagine driving along with Waze and there are some very common, uh, well-known symbols you might see through the pins that the advertisers will place on the map, the golden arches of McDonald's. So um, would be would be a classic. So if you're you know if you're commuting down from Northampton to London and you're you're coming down the M1 and you're crying out for that coffee and you see the golden arches within a vicinity up ahead that's delivering direct value to the user you can see through our lo location personality symbol that it's a drive-through so it's an easy stop and on you go on your journey um that kind of thing works uh, works really effectively um so they're contributing by information but our map editor community work as part of that so when we had a new advertiser uh, spec savers for example um they've they've done some advertising with us highlighting their locations during last year and our map editors were actively helping to make sure of the accuracy of those pins, because in some cases, a spec savers might be within 
a Sainsbury's store, or they might be an independent store on the high street or within a shopping centre and so on. So the access points aren't always obvious when you're driving, and we need to make sure that the nearest car park is actually relevant and useful to that business location and so on. So the, the you know the advertiser will supply us with latitude, lo, lo, uh, latitude and lo, longitude coordinates um, and, and key addresses. But the access points and the way that people would actually get to those locations can vary, and the map edit community actually play a, play an active role in that. Okay. Now, what about we talked about drivers um, and editors? But what about city partners? You mentioned uh, city city editors or something. Sorry, I forgot the term. But yeah, what, what about city partners? What role do they play in the community? Yeah, correct. So, so it's a program that's called Ways for Cities. And Ways for Cities will work directly with our map editor uh, community, um, uh, as well as our partnership team, uh, you know, within within Ways. So in the UK, you know, we have partners in it, and it might be a city partner like uh, Transport for West Midlands. Um, it might be a city um, organisation like Transport for London that manage the roads, but also public transport, of course, um, uh, as well. Um, it might be uh, an events partnership. So we've done, you know, we have done some programs with the um, organisation behind the Great North Run, for example. Events or, or, or Pride uh, in London, you know, events where there is going to be a specific event at a specific time, that's definitely going to disrupt traffic in that area. Um, so uh, so it's quite varied. Um and essentially what it is, it's an exchange of data. Those partners will have access to our street level uh, data platforms so that they can monitor speed, volume of traffic, flow of traffic at different times, and they can see that in real time. So those are, you know, that is data provision that we offer. And there's a variety of ways that can be used by local authorities or events programs when they're trying to determine which roads should they set things up on? If it's a sporting event or a music event, they need to understand the flow of the traffic. So conversations with big sporting arenas um, so that they can manage the, 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 that excess of traffic coming into an area. Um, in return, they will provide us with all the relevant and up-to-date information we require for new road networks, uh, cycle routes that are being initiated, um, refuse collection, uh, routes at times of day where we might want to make sure our navigations are aware of those things. Um, uh, any any road closures, any events that are happening in that jurisdiction are then pre-written into our navigation algorithm to ensure the best, most efficient flow uh, at that time of day um, or around those geographies. Okay, I, I love this. As you said, it's the real sense mm. it's a community in its truest form. But what are some of the most surprising, surprising benefits that have come out of this? I'm thinking of something I read about, you know, using the the data from community to help fight fight COVID. So what happened there? Um so we, you know, we are we were able to quickly initiate um a number of things. So, first of all, COVID centers, like vaccine centers and so on, quickly put on the map so that those that were in need um for tests or vaccinations as the vaccination program rolled out can quickly identify quickly get to those centers that sort of seems like a very obvious easy uh, implementation that's genuinely adding value to um to a community at a time of need 
But then it's, sim- it's simple things. So the, 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 the surprising behavior changes we found, you know, drives for commutes greatly reduced, of course, because of lockdowns and office closures and people not traveling into cities and, and staying at home for over the last two years. You know, the car became the home beyond the home. It was the safe haven. You know, like people turned their backs on public transport for a period. And of course, but their cars and car sales actually over the last two years reflect that uh, phenomenon. But our data um, showed that drives for commutes went down, um, but activities on single drives went up. So where people wanted to go out of their home, of course, they had to try and get more done on an individual drive um, because they're only allowed out once a day or because of all these different things. So um, we felt it really important to help users understand what they could do and where. So we launched um, a product update called Location Personalities. And all that is, is a small blue icon um, on a business location, on a pinned uh, location that will identify, is a McDonald's or a KFC a drive-through? Does a a supermarket or a retail outlet have click and collect so that you don't necessarily have to access the store? You can just park up and and, and collect. Um, And there's a whole series of those um, location personalities to help drivers make smart, informed decisions, stay safe. Uh, And we found the pickup of that um, really, really beneficial. And that, that actually plays into the search functionality of the app as well. So you can search specifically for drive through when looking for a fast food or a you know a restaurant outlet uh, something like that now, i suppose that was changing so fast where the center was you know what was available what pick up what wasn't that only the community really could provide that sort of real-time information it's real time in a way isn't it all this stuff it, it is and, and and so when you say the community it really is the combination of our map headed community local users that might flag so because as a local user you you can actually flag facilities at certain locations um but but really that that was a great collaboration with advertisers who were quickly coming on board recognizing that they themselves were making changes within their restaurants or within their stores to facilitate the covid programs no social distancing how does a how does a mcdonald's kitchen manage social distancing and they went through a massive investment in their restaurants to make that possible um, and of course, worked with us closely to ensure that we had drive-through symbols um, where you know where relevant, so that so that people could could access um, you know access the food they wanted on the road. Amazing. Well, look, let's let's end up talking about. I just I love this. I love the community. But let's talk about mm-hmm. the future. What are the plans? Again, you know, you said when you came to Ways, I've spent time in many many other large companies. This is community as you've never seen before, and community loyalty. So, what what are the plans for? for building, expanding, growing, and maybe even changing the community? Yeah, I think, I think um, you know, we talk about the four, the four different types of community um, in broadly the same way. Of course, we want to drive more usage. And we think of that in two ways. You know, one of the, one of the objectives I have in the UK working with, working with our um, communications teams and marketing, PR and so on, we want more awareness of why you would use Waze, but not just not just why you would choose a satnav and 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 why we think Waze is a good satnav to choose, um, but genuinely the that everyday usage. Because I know that I would turn to a satnav if I'm driving somewhere I've never been before, because because it's it's just the way things are done today. A digital format of a map to make sure you get to the location you're going to. But that real time data. 
that ensures I'm not going to hit traffic. That's a daily usage. I mean, of, of course, because I am who I, who I am, I use Waze every time I get in the car. But actually, we want to deliver that message to everybody as well. You know, you should use it as frequently as possible, because even when I'm driving to my children's school, sometimes I get stuck in traffic because of a road closure, because of a, a road traffic accident, something that disrupts the flow. The children are late for school. I'm then late for work. You know, it's a stress that I could do without. And Waze helps me to avoid that. Um, so even for, for short local drives, there's a practicality to use a proposition like Waze. So we want to expand usage. The more use, the more users, the better the data, the better, uh, the more efficient the algorithm works, and the better the map experience is for for existing users. Um, we would love to expand the map editor community, of course, as well, and keep that growing. And I think that's an area we don't do as well is making there a, a good awareness of that of that community and the and I think the reward that people can get from from contributing um, from their homes in a meaningful way. Um, so that's something that we want to expand. You know, the more the more map editors, the greater um, the quality of the map. Um, and that also in turn allows us to have deeper, more meaningful relationships with uh, those partners in the Waste for Cities program. Um, we've got partners across several of the major cities. You know, we work with national highways um, for, the, for the main sort of motorway systems and and, and um, main roads through the UK. We work with TfL, as I've mentioned. But actually, as many of those local partnerships as possible, again, allows us to help them make meaningful de uh, decisions about their about their networks, uh, but also continues to freshen and, and, and improve the quality of, of our programme. Um, and look, all of that is made affordable by our community of advertisers. So if you, you know, Waze has proven to deliver footfall into into networks of businesses like like the ones I've mentioned. You know, the fast food outlets, supermarkets, um, uh, fuel stations, of course, uh, are sort of fairly ob fairly obvious businesses. But we also deliver really really um, powerful ad recall and brand lift um, to FMCG product uh, brands or. Uh, financial brands um, that might offer car insurance or, or other products that are relevant to the day-to-day -day users of ways. So I think, you know, look, we, we, we're wanting to expand in all those in all those areas. And really, I, I think the sentiment is, if your business has a community aspect or, you know, is is absolutely relevant to a varied community all across the country, then it's certainly worth a conversation. I guess nowadays there are a few brands that wouldn't at least say they have a community aspect to what they do. Uh, we talked about the future, and obviously, Rue, I'd say the number one most important element in the future is to you to increase your map editor rating, which I'm very disappointed, still languishing at, at one or two. <laughs> I need to invest some time, yeah. <laughs> but this has been a fascinating chat, really. I've loved it. Uh, so thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you in episode three very soon. Rude Roberts, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks, Justin. And thank you for listening.